Let me talk about the concept of Akadish Baruch as being the Matsu, which is MS, and what he means by MS, what he said in the previous Rakh, like we saw, is that it's not dependent on anything else. Something which is existence depends on another thing, it doesn't have a Matthias MS, which means its, it's, it's own existence is, isn't uh, absolute. But Shaykh is something which is existence is part in itself, so it's, it's, it's a real MS. Okay, that's the first point. Now, we saw also the last next thing, and that is there's a difference between the HaKadosh Baruch Hu being a boy and a manik, and I just wanted to look ahead last time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the manik as well. HaMatsi Zehu Aleika Aylam Adon Kal Aretz Hu HaManik HaGalgal B'Kayach She'en HaKetz HaTachish We spoke about this last time, the fact that there's also the Kayach of manik, and we see it from the, the vast how Hashem has and how He does things in the world. There's a manik, he, he moves things, He changes things, He runs the world. And that's a Kayach She'en HaHefzik is no end to that Kayach, the world's always been moved. She'agalgal Seve Tamit It's always turning, and there's a force which is making it happen. And therefore, on one hand, we talk about Hashem as having tremendous kayach, but it's not kayach in the way we understand kayach. We understand power in the fact of like physical energy, force, whatever you're going to call it, in terms of science. Akadosh Baruch doesn't imply physical kayach like that. It's like he's pushing things around. Akadosh Baruch Hu's kayach is what Hashem wants, and that, that, that makes things happen. And therefore, Hashem's Kayach is, is Beritzonah. The fact that He wants it to happen, that makes it happen. It's not that Hashem has to apply Kayach to it. Now, we see it as tremendous strength. Because for us, the thing is, how do you move a planet? Uh, we see it as tremendous power. But it's not like Hashem is using a lot of force to push it. No, what Hashem, Hashem wants happens. Hashem creates the power to make it happen. Because that's what we saw and this is all included in the midst of Anech Hashem Lekecha. That's the midst of Hasei, and like we saw, there's a big discussion between the Rishonim, a big Mechalik Israeli, is Anech Hashem Lekecha a midst of Hasei or not? In other words, the Shittah Saramim is, and he us that the mitzvah of Anech Hashem Lekecha is a mitzvah, and it's mitzvah us, that you have to accept that Hashem is a Lekecha. And that's the, and this understanding, that Hashem is a creator, and therefore he's and the one who runs the world. The Rishonim is saying that Anech Hashem Lekecha is an introduction. That uh, being Hashem is talking to us, that He's introducing Himself, He's talking to us. But it's not a tip, Hashem is not telling us to do anything. He's just introducing Himself. He don't, he, he's not saying, Tamin will be. He's saying, I'm introducing myself, this is who I am, and now what I'm telling you is, don't have any other God. It's, it's not just an introduction or Hashem who's explaining who He is. He's in the with us. You have to know that. You have to know that it's Hashem in the and then the question is, and this is an interesting question, if, that, if the midst of Imun, according to Rambam, is learned from the Pasuk, Anayich Hashem Elekecho, so why, why wasn't it said to Lashem Tzivu? Taminu Vashem Elekecho, or something like that. Why wasn't it said, is the midst of said? Why was it said in the Lashem of a statement? Oh, a statement. And in this, then the question is, and that is that, you can't mitzvah somebody who's not mitzvah. In other words, you can only give instructions to somebody who accepts that you can give instructions. Otherwise, what, 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 why should I listen to your instructions? He said, well, you should listen to my instructions because I'm telling you to. 
I'm telling you to obey me. Okay, then we'll have the question that too. Why should I listen to you to obey me? Why should I, why should I listen to you to obey you? It's, it's, uh, there has to be a starting point which, if I accept that I have to listen to you, now you can instruct me. If I have you accept that I have to listen to you, you can't instruct me because why do I listen to that? Uh, and therefore, even if you're going to say that Hashem is a mitzvah, it can't be said in the mitzvah that you mitzvah to do something. Who's the mitzvah? Why do I have to listen to him? And therefore, it has to come across the statement of fact. And that is the, that, that the reason you have to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is because you accept the Matthias that he's Hashem. And now, once you accept it, now you have to listen. So then you imagine that we can even tell you other things. But that itself can't be said as a tzivui because then what's the chayim is isn't a tzivui in the first place. Nasa and Nishma? That's what Nasa and Nishma means? Uh, no, Nasa and Nishma was Kharishal's they weren't to accept. They weren't to accept. Right, but that is a different image. There's a method which says that when Kharish came into Mitzrayim, and asked him what he wants to do. So Hashem said, Kabri Malchusai. First accept that I'm the king, and then also listen to my instructions. And the reason, the logic in that is, is because if you first accept Hashem is a king, so then you made it afterwards, the follow-on is there, listen to what he says. If you aren't the the first point, that he's the king, so then what's the Mechaev to listen to what he says? And therefore, according to Rambam, even though he calls the Nechia Mitzvah, it's stated as fact, which means accept the fact, because that's what's Mechaev you, that's what's Mechaev you to keep, to keep the Mitzvahs. Okay, that's the first point. If anybody would be married al the think the idea that there's some other God, some other force, except for Hashem, is over a light session, and then the source of all power. Now it's interesting. So that's the case. He doesn't say that if a person is mad al daita, if there's something besides for Hashem, he's over and like Hashem lekecha. Is if a person is mad al daita, that there's something besides for Hashem, he's over and not have a kime cherim al pane. And the, so why, why is Ram run to the second decade? Same thing as before. Oh, so you could say that. But there's another point here also, and that is, what's the person going to be mad al daita and not like the first decade? The first decade was. The first principle, the first mitzvah, that there's Hashem, there's the Creator who, who runs the world. So, Bukhara Ma'il al Dai said that he's not running the world, he's not a Creator. That, that, if you think about it for a second, that's not really a realistic option. Why? Because uh, you, you can't think Hashem is not something. You can either deny that there is a Creator altogether, or, the, or you accept that there is a Creator. If there is a Creator, it's Hashem. That's how we refer to Him. So you can't say, well, maybe, maybe the creator is not Hashem, maybe the creator is this. It's, it's a name, he's the creator. That's right. It's not, the, the name is not the equal point. And so that's the Ram never avoids calling Hashem a name. He keeps calling him the Motsi or the Mamsi or whatever it is. The creator, whatever you want to call it. The, if you accept it's a creator, you accept it as Hashem. So what's the other option? You can't accept that uh, it's a creator, not Hashem. What does it mean? That he's, that's Hashem. The creator is Hashem. And what? You might say, there's no creator at all. That's what I'm really said at the beginning. That's not possible. It's not in Yana Adas that everything else existed, and it's impossible it isn't something that created it. So then we may so what the only other thing a person could think is maybe there's more than one. Maybe there's more than one. Again, you can't think there's no creator. It's illogical. It's not a, it's not an option to think it's a different creator. If it's a creator, it's a creator. The only other thing a person could think is maybe there's another creator. 
That's what he says. That there's some other force besides Hashem. You know, there's more than one uh, of, of of what we call the things which have this ability to create. So then, then, then he's able to write us of not having a name. How does that work? Who brought the guy into the world? If you're going to ask, it's going to have to boil down to one thing. Yeah, the fact that that's what he's going to talk about next. How, what's the proof that Hashem is Echad? What is the proof that Hashem is Echad? But there's two different points here, and there's two different mitzvahs. There's one mitzvah of Le'elechem Echayim Al-Panay, there's another mitzvah of Hashem Echad. What's the difference between them? So, now I'd say in simple words, the difference is... Can't say that one is an Asay and one is an Asay? It's true, but it's more than that. There's a difference between two concepts. The one concept is there isn't a different force competing against Hashem. In Yazan Akira Kadesh Baruch and there's something else uh, who's, who also has power, who, doesn't, who isn't a part of the system, who doesn't have to listen to Hashem, whatever you're going to call it. To believe that there's some other source of power is don't believe in any other source of power, any other God. Uh, the myth of Hashem Bechad is something else. And that's all the Hashem Atarach to Yimaspir. That is, you might think that Hashem means a lot of different forces. It's like a group of forces which work together, or however you want to force, call it. Hashem Echad, isn't that he is Echad and it is now competing force? It's that even within Hashem himself, there isn't more than one thing. It's not like there's a number of different Chalakim to Hashem. Even we see opposing things like good and bad. And even though we see that, it's all, Allah Echad, it's all coming from the same source. There's only one right, There's only one starting point. The beginning of, the, of everything, the beginning of every power, that's Hashem. The fact that he acts in different ways, and the fact that he can like, work with different midas, is Ba'atsim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, working in different ways. It's not uh, different parts of Hashem Chas What does that mean? What does that mean, different parts? What does that mean? It's either you're saying that there's another God or not, right? That's what the Greeks or whatever believe that there are other forces, other gods. No, Balakit was cool. What does that mean? No, so Avedazari is to believe that there are other gods, which means other forces. Now, the other options, what the Ramam talks about in Mary Nebuchim and the Chazalah talks about a lot in Shari Yechud, is that when you say Hashem Echad, it means it's an Echad which you can't separate. As opposed to a person, say he's one man, but in that one man, he has arms, he has legs, he has a head, he has two eyes, he has thoughts, and he has, there are lots of different pieces which make up the one man. So maybe HaKadosh Baruch is also like that. It's a composite, it's a, we call it Echad Murkav, which means there are lots of different forces which are, which are combined together in Hashem. But each was a different khalif. And, uh, and the answer is there's no such thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Echad means indivisible. There's one Kayach. Whatever you want to call it. The force of the Bari Hashem is one thing. Now, oh, Hashem does lots of things. And Hashem is, can, can cause all things, or, or can make things happen in all different kinds of ways. That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu working in different, options, in different ways. It doesn't change what Hashem is. In other words, to say that, uh, even let's talk about a person, let's not talk about now the Ruch inside of a person. Let's say I'm trying to convince you, Shimon, or something. So I think, well, different parts of you. So I can sit down and discuss it logically, and I can convince you in your mind, logically, that what I'm saying is correct. Or I can speak about it emotionally, and maybe you'll feel that I'm right, and if I'll convince you on a feeling level, or I'll make, make a strong enough argument that you're scared to argue with me, so now uh, it's a different middle or part of you which has accepted I'm right because uh, you're too hesitant to argue with me or whatever other chedek of a person's way of working that I can work with. And the habdil, a person could think 
the same thing. You're not going to feel Tafarish Rafa's Rachamim, and it's one part of Hashem, or I could uh, give Hashem a good argument, which I can't argue with, and it's a different part of Hashem, or uh, I can uh, ask Hashem to punish the oppressors, you know, tell the commissary fear, and it's another part of Hashem. And Chazal is not like that. Hashem doesn't work with different feelings or different characters or different aspects. When you talk about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we talk about something indivisible. It's one. Now, Hashem acts in different ways. In other words, like Hashem will act on Zutrachim, and some Zut Gvura, and some Zut Din, and some Zut other Midas. But that's not a, a different Chedek of Hashem which is working, so to speak. Multicolored slides. Oh, right. that's my Marshal. And Marshal always be here for that. Is in the, like, if you have like, one of these slide machines, so you're looking at the screen, you see all different colors. And you think they're all different colored lights which are shining on the screen. But if you turn around and you look, you'll see that there's one light, there's just a, a circle in front of it with different colors, and the circle turns, and then the light shines through different lenses. So when the light shines through green, you see green. When it shines through red, you see red. When it shines red, you see yellow. But it's not a red light and a green light and a yellow light. There's one white light. Depending on what you put in front of the light, you're going to see on the screen. And so that's a good Marshall Alexander's concept. Hashem is acting in all kinds of different ways. Rachel, Din, Chesed, Mishpat, whatever it is, it's not a different part of Hashem. It's Hashem is acting at the white light. The way He acts is a different lens. And therefore, we see different colors, we see different ways Hashem acts. There's nothing with Him. It's just He's choosing to act this way, so it comes out like that. He's choosing to act this way, so it comes out like that. But it's not that there's a different chalik of Hashem which is working, so to speak, in different ways. And He just acts. Right. So, Hashem, what could that? whatever Hashem, have Hashem besides. Whatever it is, that's what He does. The way which lens it's being it's going to work through, which means the way that it applies to us will change. That's what pshutim means. Yes, pshutim means like to be pasha to undress something, which means you take it out of what you see acting and go back to the milkar, which was before that. Fine, and that's a different thing. That's not going to do with elokim acheri. Elokim acheri means that there's something else which is God, and even if a person accepts nothing else which is God, it's only Hashem. But a person can still make the mistake of thinking that. But Hashem means that the different parts of Hashem and they work separately. And that's why Hashem Echad, Hashem is one. One, which means internally one. There's no differences, there's no different Chalak uh, Hashem, which is why each has a separate Ika. The second Ika of the third Nekrim is that there's, not, there's only Hashem, there's nothing else. The third Ika that is Yachid, Shain Kamayo. That means Shain Kamayo, that other things aren't one like that. Like the Chalak Hashem explains. A person's one, but within that person, there are lots and lots of different things going on. Uh, you're going to say it's one family. You're going to say, There are millions of people doing different things. And he said, that's not a real echot. A real echot is any Hashem. Which means Atoms in, are also, even the smallest atom that they can see. Even the atom, different parts of the atom. Different parts of the atom we're talking about. The neutrons are talking about. The protons are different parts of the atom. And in the neutron, also there's different. Probably, yeah, and if they've discovered that and they haven't discovered that, that's a uh, Hashem, an indivisible one, which means that you can't talk about different halakhim Hashem. Fine. Say a thought. Yeah. I always had. You said that all three Ikrimanas, where are you learning from? So, Nech Hashem Nakecha tells us that there is a Hashem, that you have to makabal that. Layel Echad Shavina Avikat. Hashem Echad, Tarakosh Baruch is one. Why is the Shema Yisrael always the expression of? Uh, a Jewish emuna, and we use the dialect Shema Yisrael, and that was the the goyim specifically makes there is not to say Shema Yisrael like we know, you know people they, they would come into this nidavni, they didn't mind the Jews that but not not Shema, like, they wouldn't That's deal with Shema. But they said earlier, they said earlier, they said because they try to avoid saying it when the goyim would come and check. So what are they against Shema specifically? And I would say if if you're talking about psukim which just declare Hashem one, 
It's a very good possible also. What's special about Shema? So the Yisrael is something else. And three Shirman is the Yisrael. But just to say, in five minutes, the Ica point of it, uh, called the, uh, the uh, declaration of Achdus of Shema, is like this. The Emes is, the, if you want to say that Hashem is in charge of all the powers in the world, or Hashem is the, 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 the source of everything that happens in the world, the way to say it is, Hashem who are the king. That's what Klai Yisrael said in, when, when they saw it in Harakarmel. As the Moshe said, Vedata Yamashavasa Levecha, Kashem hu Ha Elekim. The Elekim. Why do you say Elekeinu? What does even Elekeinu mean? He's the source of power of ours. What does it mean? If you want to say Hashem is the source of power, then you say Kashem hu Ha Elekim. He is this, the, the power, He is the force, He is everything. When Yishma, you don't say that. You don't say Shema Yisrael Hashem hu Elekim. You say Hashem Elekeinu. So I said there's an extra element of Shema. And the element of Shema isn't just that Hashem Elekim. But Elekeinu. And that is everything he's doing for us, for Ta Yisrael. He's the Elekim, he's the superpower, he's running everything in the world, and all that's for us. And that's another point, that's Elekeinu. Elekeinu means he's Elekim for us. So he's running everything in the world, he has all the power, but he's using that power for us. Which is why we start Shema Yisrael. That's our distinction of Ta Yisrael. Our distinction of Ta Yisrael is that we may be concerned Hashem is Elekeinu, which means that Everything in the world happens somehow to Klai Yisrael. That, that, we see everything Hashem is doing, but we see everything Hashem is doing is doing fast. That's, that's a step up. That's a higher level. And that, that was something that going on tonight. Even if you're going to say that Hashem wrote Kim, but that every, and, and it's all for you, you that everything is only for you, and everything that happens is only for you, that's like a kilo, an extra element of what makes Klai Yisrael special. Hashem that, that, that The Hashem who runs everything in the world but it's all somewhere for Klai Yisrael. That's what in there. That's what Rashi means also, that the Goyim will eventually see that. That, uh, that what we say, Hashem Elekim today, and it's not just that Hashem is the Elekim, that HaKadosh Baruch is in control, but it's that Hashem is the Elekim, that everything is doing is for us, that, that one day they'll see that too. And it's very beautiful, because uh, that, 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 that Pasuk, which Rashi is quoting, of uh, that... Uh, that Hashem Echad Shmei Echad, that's when everybody will realize that. But that's after the Pasuk of that, that it will be Nigla to, to everybody that Hashem is the Melech in Yerushalayim. That's what he said in Yerushalayim. That, that's where, like it says, the Hashem will rule forever, but it's a lekayichtiyan. That that fact that Hakadosh Baruch is in control of everybody, but whatever He's doing, He's doing for Klal It's the synthesis of two different lekudos, and that's especially about Shema. Shema isn't just a declaration that there's Hashem, it's that 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 it's Hashem who's doing everything for us. Is a lekayin. Okay, that's a, that's an, an extra lekudah. Now, lachazayin elaykaze echoto. That's the point we just try to explain. And that is that we're not talking about something besides Hashem. We're saying in Hashem Himself, there aren't two halakim, there aren't two parts to Him, there aren't two different levels of, or two different areas how Hashem works. It's a yichud, one thing, which doesn't exist in anything else in the world because everything else you can divide into different halakim. Hashem is indivisible. 
not the one which is called lots of individual pratim, and not one like a body which has different departments for different things. There's a brain, it has a digestive system, it has a circulatory system, whatever it is. And again, we're trying to explain, it's the same thing we tried to say before, and there is something which is one in the sense that it's not divisible. It's a, it's a koyach which we, can, we only talk about has a shem. And that's the that's the first part. That's the emunah, and that's the emunah that uh, that is Hashem, and Hashem is Echad. <coughs> now, all these three things, as I said in the last three mitzvahs, are all mitzvahs teresa. The, the mitzvahs asid teresa of accepting Hashem and Echad, and the mitzvahs loyat asid teresa of not letting Echad and Echad upon her, and the mitzvahs asid teresa again of being Echad Hashem, saying Hashem Echad. And saying that his echad is not more than echad. Now, the, 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 all, all those things the Raman is talking. The fourth ikkah that the Raman brings <coughs> in the ikkah, uh, be'etzem is, uh, I mean, uh, not the fourth, the fourth point is part of this ikkah also, and that is it's this person, the Quranic, Ja'en Aguf, Ba'en Layasigu Masigay Aguf. Hashem isn't physical, and therefore nothing physical applies to him. And be'etzem, the soil that's based on, is this. Because something which is a, has masigay haguf, something which we could border by size or space or, or, or area or whatever it's going to be, is something divisible. Something physical is always indivisible. And therefore, uh, we, the, the part of the hanacha of saying, Akadosh Baruch is echad, which we can't see, you can't see like parts within that echad, it's only one thing, means it's something which doesn't have physical dimension. Because that, that anything which we have a masiga haguf, anything which we could relate to physically, is something which we can divide. And therefore, the, there has to be a point of ruchnius which can't be divided. That's uh, that's what he says next. If there would be lots of them, then there would be physical, there would be body or shape. If Things which are the, what separates things that otherwise would be one would be similar is that what separates them is their physical proportions. They're separate things, and therefore, if we were talking, yeah, they're bounded by something. This is the raya. Next time, we'll see the second part of the raya. The first part he wants to say is what what, what the first corollary is that because Hashem is echad, indivisible, means there's no there's no masigi haguf, there's nothing physical about it. And the truth is, that itself would be a divisible factor. Something which has a physical and spiritual component already is divisible. It's a physical side is one side, this is spiritual side is another kind. And therefore, it has to be something which there isn't two sides to, there's only one side to say is echot. And imagine, therefore, it's something which is kule ruchni, there's nothing else besides for that. That's the Yisrael. Now, after he's going to build the second argument, that's the first law of the argument, also, we have to explain it next time, as a shame to show that. Because it's something spiritual, therefore it's not something which can ever end. It's something which is going to be eternal.